0: Make sure to stay tuned after today's episode to hear a first listen of the track Go by Jordan Woods Robinson off his upcoming record, Anthem. You can pre-order it today on JordanWoodsRobinson.com. The album releases October 28th, 2016. Uh, We spoke about it on last week's episode. This track is just it's just wonderful uh it's full of fun it's it's big it's massive it's epic it's anthemic it's everything that jordan uh, explained it to be i'm loving it i can't get enough of it um and i hope that you guys can't either Uh, so make sure to stay tuned after today's episode and now on to the episode enjoy Everybody, and welcome to Chapter 2 of Hipstery. I'm your host, Nick Floyd, and I'm podcasting from downtown Franklin, Tennessee, a mecca for hip and artsy culture on the outskirts of Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. On this podcast, I'll be taking you on a journey through the history of hipster, a.k.a. hipstery, if you couldn't do that math after three episodes now. So grab your favorite Thoreau book, pick a quote, and prepare to get inked, because it is time to dive into today's episode. Chapter 2. Tattoos. Starting from the root, a tattoo is a form of body modification made by inserting ink into the dermis layer of the skin to change the pigment. Tattoos date back as far as the Neolithic era, or around the 4th to 5th millennium B.C., Modern tattooing began in 1891 in New York City with the invention of the rotary tattoo machine by Samuel O. Riley. That same year, in London, England, Thomas Riley invented the first coil tattoo machine. The word tattoo was brought to Europe by the explorer James Cook when he returned in 1769 from his voyage to Tahiti and New Zealand. In his narrative of the voyage, he refers to an operation called Tata. Many tattoos serve as rites of passage, marks of status and rank, symbols of religious and spiritual devotion, decorations for bravery and marks of fertility, pledges of love, punishment, amulets and talismans, protection, and as marks of outcasts, slaves, and convicts. The symbolism and impact of tattoos varies in different places and cultures. Tattoos may show how a person feels about a relative, or about an unrelated person. Today, people choose to be tattooed for artistic, cosmetic, sentimental, religious, and magical reasons, and to symbolize their belonging to or identification with particular groups, including criminal gangs or a particular ethnic group or law-abiding subculture. Instead of breaking down the long and ever expanding history of tattooing, I decided to sit down with my good friends from local tattoo shop, the Golden Yeti Art Collective based in downtown Franklin to discuss the growth of tattoo culture within hipster and mainstream culture. All right. So here to talk about um, tattooing and other fun stuff, I have Jeff Bernard and Brad Hill from uh, Franklin based Golden Yeti Art Collective, as well as Matt Driscoll traveling artist how's it going guys going, it going pretty good excellent amazingly. so many That's good excellent. words there buzzword <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's um let's talk about the evolution of tattooing and how it kind of grew since you guys have been in the tattoo game <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll start there and then we'll dig a little bit deeper and talk about hipster culture and the reflection of that and stuff cool you know, when I started, apprenticeships were, were pretty hard. Uh,
1: I got treated like shit. I had to clean a lot of stuff. I had to, you know, do some weird stuff that I'm I'm kind of ashamed to talk about. But, you know, I punched bombs and weird stuff like that. Ran them out from in front of the shop. And it was basically, you know, I worked in a, a biker shop. Uh, it was in, you know, kind of the ghetto uh, in Southern California. And uh I think uh, a big part of, tattoo culture evolution started with you know these tv shows on uh coming out uh kind of promoting and making it become something that was tangible to anyone not just you know gang members bikers or uh you know uh inmates uh losers
2: sailors yeah
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) sailors yeah um so you know, since this stuff has kind of happened, it's it's made it more acceptable in culture and has kind of shown uh, a lighter side of tattooing and not just made it a uh you know, this this frowned down upon thing and, and it's becoming, you know, more accepted by, you know, culture in general. And now almost everyone has a tattoo shit. I tattooed my grandma.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Eight, <laughs> uh seventy-six years old and I did her first tattoo. That's awesome. That's yeah. pretty cool. Where did she get it? Uh, I just did a little butterfly on her shoulder. Oh, I kept, wow. I kept teasing her, telling her I was going to make it into a half sleeve. But she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's super Catholic, too. So, you know, for an old Catholic woman to to get a tattoo, it's it's totally frowned down upon. And she's like, you know, I don't think she
3: doesn't think she'll be sent to hell for it, which,
1: you know, I'll be there. So I'm hoping she,
3: she will.
2: She did it for love.
3: <laughs> yeah, she did it for <laughs> Acceptance. love. Acceptance. But now, yeah, I definitely know like. When I first started tattooing, my clientele's changed dramatically. Like no longer kids and people floating, but like this whole area, moms, dads. I got doctors, lawyers, everybody. But yeah, the TV show definitely did change it. Once uh, I think it was inked. Was it inked? Inked was the first one. After that, I was I just I think I just finished apprenticing or was apprenticing. And it was the same thing, hard apprenticeships being yelled at. It wasn't about really doing it wasn't about doing artworks, about just making money and doing tattoos. And then I would say after the show, and it kind of started changing, and more art kids got into it. You saw the shift, and especially with like Southern California, it was pretty big. It got a lot of good artists in the area. Kind of pushed it, and I feel like that surge made it more of an artistic thing rather than just to pick a picture, right? Because when I first started, we just had flash everywhere. Like you just picked what you wanted. You know, there was no like drawing it. So. <laughs> it was terrible. There's
2: yeah. there's a difference between West Coast and East Coast, like over here, because that started way before it did over here, like the the evolution of all the good tattooers and everything. It's still happening over here. Like it's how slow I would have that moves.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even think it's East Coast. I think it's...
3: Certain East, areas. Yeah,
1: I think it's just areas. Yeah. Like, there's parts of the country. Like, I know that uh, in Oklahoma, it's only been legal for so long. And yeah, same with in Massachusetts, I think it's only been legal for nine years. New
2: York? And, um, like, around. a lot of I'm people in sure. Oklahoma, ta- that tattoo are, like, amazing because they had to do it secretly. And so it was, like, that pushed them to get even better. <laughs> Where over here, over here, it's, like, everyone does one thing, and they keep yeah. that one thing. And... Yeah. Over in California, it's everybody does everything because everyone's trying to pick from, you know, there, there's this huge pond of tattooers. And they're trying to, like, make their mark amongst each other.
3: Right. we over here. It's like if you're good at one thing, it, yeah. everyone's going to know. I would, I would say I've I not seen as many shops that can do a theme as far as, like, we all do this style. And still, I mean, they're all busy. I mean, they're doing, doing great at it compared to back home. Like, you got to be able to do everything. Or right. Else, kind of get left out and that's
0: the thing you can pick i've noticed that with tattoo shops you can actually you you have the artists who are on staff and every artist has a style they're really good at and you have a choice of do i want becky who can do you know uh realistic portraits of animals or do i want you know jeff who can do collectively like these um, these these large scale images these hyper realistic images or do I want someone who can who specialize in, in watercolor so there's all these different styles where it's not one person who does 15 or 20 exactly. they do
3: you know one to three really well that they market yeah and that's and it's almost nice because you can almost I mean if you jump around in tattoos every day you can't really focus on a style but if you can get known for something you can really fine tune that right and then you know get the best out of it like, you know brad most of he does japanese when he gets to do it you know every time he grows from that so the more you can knock it out every day overall you can get better and yeah like oh, it yeah. kind of helps to get more focused on what
0: you want to see well it's funny you say too that it, that you you believe that a lot of the drive for different people wanting tattoos started from ink or the, the television show i think that's how most things are nowadays which yeah, is i think i think you know TV and media kind of drives the culture. And I think that's
1: part of why culture is becoming, you know, I mean, not that culture is fucked up, but the world is fucked up because the media is driving the masses. And, you know, there's a lot less educated people than there are people educating themselves. Right. And, you know, for the main part, a lot of people just follow the media. So they're going to go with whatever it says. And, you know, I mean, for the most part, people are realizing that tattoos are not this, evil things so like it's becoming more accepted and there's there's money involved like so now people are jumping on this so you have like companies making better equipment for us yep. which is helping you know us progress as a a unit of you know collected artists to become better you're getting better equipment you're getting more influence in the culture you're finding more artists and now on social media it's so easy to find people around the world like in you know eastern europe has an insane amount of really good hyper-realistic artists oh, and yeah. you know yeah. um traditional japanese as well as some really cool styles that are innovative and can't even be described with simple words uh, it's awesome
0: what percentage would you say and this is i i think i'm kind of, I'm kind of targeting everybody even myself What percentage would you say if you had to guess uh, of tattoos that you give of of art that you put on people's bodies are um, book related or references to
3: a film or references to a television Mm, show? I would say maybe like, uh, I mean, outright, like I want this from there, maybe like a a 10% for me. Really? But um, I know people that that's what they do. Mm -hmm. I think it kind of, yeah,
1: I think it definitely depends on the artist. Uh, you know, when I first started, I would say it was upwards of, you know, 80, 70 to 80% of everything I did was referenced from some kind of book film or, Mm -hmm. you know, flash from other artists, um, to where as you progress as an artist, you develop a style of your own nature and you progress as an artist to, you know, be able to produce your own artwork to where. Now people are striving to specifically get what I do and um yeah. I would say mine's upwards of like or you know, down to like five to three yeah. percent of wow. reference towards
3: anything. Cause it's mostly my own artwork now. At this That's point awesome. like Me and him, me and Matt both draw stuff on when you come in, and that's when we plan your tattoo, talk about it, we just draw it straight on you. We're pretty lazy, so so we just do it day of. (laughs) Lack of preparation. It's mainly we want a life outside of words. Plus, too, I feel like it's good. I used to spend time drawing stuff all night. You show somebody, they rip it apart, they want to change it. When they're with you and you're drawing it on them, they get to see the experience. They see why things are where they are. They see it on them and how it flows. Mm -hmm. As well as nitpick the idea while you're doing it. Right. Yeah. They can they can scratch that aspect you don't like three hours earlier than after you've been shading it and outlining it and finishing the details and they're like, Oh, I don't like that. So it does help. And the more that we do that, people are only really seeing our actual artwork. So when they come in, that's they're expecting our artwork and our drawings. So it kind of helps you to really show yourself off and primarily just do your own work. So you can kind of bust out of that. But that's kind of a depends what route you take, you know. Some people just go portrait. I think still it's it's nice to be versatile
1: um, mm-hmm. because even though, you know, my style is primarily like a new school, like somewhat realistic aspects and things. So it's like this kind of illustrative, com yeah, real school, <laughs> um, illustrative <laughs> comic book style uh, type of tattooing. But every once in a while, you know, um, I'll bust out like a black and gray portrait of, you know, some kind of movie character or something mm-hmm. like that or something photorealistic, full color, like, you know, from something. Um, And that stuff's fun from time to time to kind of change it up. So I I am following a picture and it keeps you grounded with like the skill it takes to execute something. And it it teaches you stuff from time to time to where you don't get pigeonholed into one thing.
3: And I I think, too, that's a lot where the TV shows have helped because now people know they can come in and request like custom pieces. You know, Mm -hmm. before I've had people come in and you draw something for them and they're like, oh, I thought I just had to pick something. They don't think they have the option to, like, customize it. So I think the show showed them that what they can have. And then I think a lot of the shows also showed shops what they should be doing. Because, I mean, there were shops that were already doing it. But there was a lot of the industry that was still, you know, just a dark hole in a corner doing tattoos. And it kind of put a light on them and people knew what to expect and what to look for. So now you have to be clean. You have to do good work. You have to handle people nicely. And then you get a new – we got a new field of people coming in that weren't used to a rough tattoo shop, so you had to learn to be more of a you know, respectable business rather than just a bunch of guys hanging out saying whatever. So I think it matured the industry a lot. I mean, Yeah,
2: it's definitely part of the evolution because mm-hmm. before people would come in and they would have some grizzly guy named like Captain Frog come up to them <laughs> and they'd say, I want this. And he'd say, oh, no, I can't do that. It has to be this size. There's rules. And now it's like if someone walks in and they say, I want this. You're like okay, let's try to figure out how to make it work Yeah, rather than tell them, no, we have to do it this rigid way that I only know how to do it. Because if you, if you tell them, no, they're
3: just going to go to someone else who says, yeah. Yeah. And then too, it's also yeah. like a bragging right for them. Yeah. So they all want to show their friends they're down to get bigger. I mean, I have groups of friends I tattoo and they're all like in a competition with each other to get cooler, <laughs> stuff. cooler stuff. So they're, <laughs> they open the door for more things to happen where before it was like, it needs to stay under my shirt. Now they're saying like, no, I want it to yeah. come down and show. And then, and it's all you know genres of people are are wanting these new bigger tattoos, so it is opening the door to do some cool stuff because a big part yeah. of tattoos looking good is how they sit and flow on you yep, and the little stickers, even though they can look cool when you get the big pieces on people, people are really seeing like the beauty you could have like even in like women having a big tattoo it's not a, a trashy tramp stamp kind of thing it's a beautiful yeah. elegant tattoo that wraps their body you it's know? A, it's
0: expressionism I think too is is that that's the level that we're at now is that people can express themselves differently, not just through a conversation, but they can do it by tattooing. And I think it's always been that way. It's been that way since the beginning of time that, that when, you know, if I talk about the history, when tattoos started, it was, um, you know, it was to represent um, religious cultures or, you know, like the Maori tattoos, you know, that was representing, a whole entire different idea of that these people have these tattoos because they're representing family or they're Mm. representing the past and what was the past. And it still happens. And that's, and now it's more, uh, along the lines of going back to that where it's expression, it's expressed its expression through body art and people can show that, which leads me to the million dollar question, um, or maybe a thought that we talked about, not a question. Um, with hipster culture, do you think that with the rise of that, it it opened the door for less of that TV, movie, film, book, art, or less of the skulls, the dragons, the tigers, the the
3: the biker art? Well, I feel like most of the stuff that, if you were to go with like the image of like the hipster tattoo, if you will, uh, that stuff kind of already existed. I would say it's mm. now people are getting back into it. Yeah. In a sense, really? like like a classic car. You know what I mean? Like, right. It comes back. People want it. They're going for the older look. Um, I would say, I don't know if I'd say more kids were being tattooed now than we were before. Because, I mean, even, even out in California, I never really felt a big hipster culture when I was there in the area that we were at. And I still felt like it was heavily tattooed. I just, I feel like I noticed styles are changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like the paisley designs, the more uh, traditional looking kind of tattoos. I was going to say, tattoos like and, my opinion of a hipster is like, you know, the typical get
2: up, they're going to have some traditional tattoos like sparsely on their arms. Maybe a few Pinterest things that they got first. Like yeah. that. That's the lines. That's the, my the opinion. The lines are Yeah. Really, yeah the that's, lines with
3: the dots are yeah. like overnight have just been like everywhere. Lines it's and huge, dots yeah. and
2: pointillism. That's like the. The hipster the sketch that and traditional
3: yeah. i think yeah. uh the sketch look the ske- i
2: think with
1: the whole sheets. hipster thing like going back to uh earlier um i think the hipster culture has always been there it's just always under another name okay. and what is hipster now it's just these kids that are you know seeing what's cool now and they're going with the flow and that's always been around since like hair metal then it went to like you know i don't even know there's a time in Glam rock which I miss but yeah yeah, glam rock and then into emo (laughs) and scene kids yeah Yeah, it's just whatever you know the culture is targeting for these young kids to get into and I think you know right now hipster culture is for what they want to get tattooed it's like cliche like what you would Think of like Friday the Thirteenth tattoos. They want to get these, you know, they're young kids, so they're getting these cheap deal tattoos, right? That are just you know simplistic and like sporadic. Traditional
2: stuff is cheaper too. So yeah, 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 Yeah,
0: yeah. it is. Yeah, and that's and I've noticed that too because friends of mine who their first tattoo, who they have you know half half sleeve and tattoos on the legs and the back and all that, their first tattoo was like a Friday the Thirteenth tattoo that they got for ten dollars at a shop,
3: and that's that is kind of nice part because. You know, when we were like teenagers, whatever, it was about saggy shorts, you know, skateboarding, things like that. So people's tattoos, it was like the, with the flames, the yeah, skulls, yeah. tribal, tribal, all those things to get them done in a shop were kind of expensive. So right. all my friends were just getting them done by their friends for really cheap and they looked horrible. Where now you can go get a traditional, like you know, you can go to a good shop and get a black 13 special or get some traditional roses. And it's not going to kill your bank compared no. to if you wanted like a full bouquet of portrait roses like you know those kids starting out can't really afford those things
0: and that's crazy to think too because if someone has been getting tattooed over the time of of culture changes you know if someone from the hair metal phase who transitioned from hair metal to emo to hipster to see the tattoos on them. You can tell the story.
1: see a timeline. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, even like one of the things that I love seeing, it's like I'll see these old military veterans who are like, you know, in their 50s and 60s. And I see the exact same tattoos on every single one of them. And, yeah. you know, they're blurred to shit to where you can't even like tell what the hell it was except maybe it was part cobra and yeah. something else with like a knife <laughs> you know but I think it's cool to see those especially for me being an artist who's been tattooing you know a little over 10 years it's cool to see how how much something ages in 40 years to where I can manipulate my style to accommodate it's, it's funny to be able to see like a timeline yeah. on people of like what they're getting tattooed for specific amounts of time and what's really funny is with portrait artists it's Is, you know, when they type in like a rose, they're doing a portrait rose, they're looking at the first page of images on Mm -hmm. Google, which is actually dated. So as time goes on, that image will get pushed down. So anyone who gets tattooed with a portrait rose. Like within that year, we'll get that same rose. But then three years later, they'll, they won't be able to find that image. So you'll actually see people with the exact same tattoo yeah. from the
3: exact same point of time. They're like tree it's rings. It's really bizarre. Yeah, you cut open like, their shirt and see all that. exactly the, like tree rings. <laughs> yeah.
0: People are becoming uh, like and trees. It,
3: it, it is funny too, the portrait thing, because so many people, when they do por- like you – know, I've always, I always had reference books, real pictures of things. But um, a lot of times they don't have just realistic books. On that subject, so mm-hmm. they go to Google, they type it in, and you will see the same rose over and over and over again, and and it's funny. And people are like, "Oh, I found this rose picture." Like, no, I've seen that tattoo. Yeah, like no, times. it happens
2: at the shop. Like, I'll do tattoos, and I'll look for a picture. Go outside, try to find a rose. Maybe look through a book, I'm not going to find anything. So Google it, and then I do it. And I'm like so proud of it, and then I'll the next day, like Caitlin will be pulling the same picture to do it. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. It's already been done, but. <laughs> She can, and everybody else yeah, like has. Man. Yeah, it's like yeah. Just yeah. Like everyone
3: else, yeah. Portrait flash. It kind
2: of, it kind of makes me feel bad sometimes because I'm like, man, it's not. Someone else just did the exact same thing. They either did it better or worse, but wish we could be a little bit more
1: and that's that's your own integrity as an yeah. artist a lot of photorealism artists they don't give a crap where the image comes right. from because they're yep. replicators and they just want to find
3: stuff to replicate I mean, right we even went through a heavy time where we were going to buying flowers at local markets and just yeah. taking pictures of them and that's we would the do best you know, way. portraits of the that's that is the best and you're way. creating your own image because to base the hardest part is i mean and this is kind of where you know i i get to the point where I, I can draw stuff that looks realistic but it's not that photo portrait but it's nice when you draw it because it all goes together. Versus when you put a scene of portraits together, the lights hitting it from yeah. different angles, there's different environments. One was in a blue sky, one was more in a sunset sky, so it can look weird. But when you're able to take photos of things yourself, if you have that setup, you can get a realistic portrait that is an entire sleeve or piece or you know whatever right. you're shooting for. As
2: far as evolution,
3: that would never have happened like ten years ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember being told I couldn't do things yeah And then we did them anyways, and uh the tattoos they turned were out fine <laughs> they' are there <laughs> because then just, I remember
1: being told not to do things, and I did them, and it, it didn't work too that, that is never, and that's, that's never when you happened. Learn the best. <laughs> that's never
0: learned the best well that's the craziest part too to me is that in in a perfect world of uh, um, a film producer would love to be a tattoo artist, and the reason why is because you guys get told stories like intimate stories about people's lives. So if someone comes in for a cover up, you're going to hear everything about where they were when they got that tattoo, why they're covering it up. And that's personal to them. And like everything you're doing it, this is, I think that tattooing is probably one of the most personal things um, that you can do to a person and to be that chosen person to yeah. put that art on someone permanently for the rest of their life. I think there's this, layer there that you guys are hearing these stories and yeah, you're not absolutely you're telling one too but you're also just it's absorbing yeah it's almost like a therapy
3: this. session sometimes yeah. with some people yeah. like you, yeah. they like, said it you I know people say it yeah, yeah yeah totally yeah i mean, I, mean I, I have clients i know just come in to get tattooed because we're there it's not so much they want that tattoo but it's the friendship the conversations the get away from everything there are, there are a big handful of that i would say
2: i've had clients say this is what i've been waiting for all month this is, this is what I've been waiting for. Like, a piece of shit tattoo I'm about to do. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's,
0: like, yeah, that's the difference. I think that I remember when I got my first tattoo, which was real small. It was at a speakeasy in New Zealand, which is neat. It was like a shop, and then in the back it was like you didn't know it was a tattoo place. Right. And, but you would go back there, and when I went back there, it looked cool, but it was dark. There were mm-hmm. super loud. Like I'm, I'm into metal music, but it was like really aggressive and intense. <laughs> and he didn't talk to me at all. Yeah. And the experience was fine, but he like it was just it was different. And then I came in to you guys, and it was, you know, like Radiohead. And we were listening to Radiohead and we were just having a conversation, like everybody. Yeah. And, you know, Brad, like you were tattooing somebody and you were still in the conversation that I was in with Caitlin and Jeff. And like it yeah. was just there is a business to it as well. And it's if people look forward to it, you're creating an atmosphere yeah. where you know, I looked at five other shops in the area and every one of them reminded me of the shop that I I didn't want to go back to that. I wanted, I I want to have wanted to have a different experience and there is a business to it now. It's a culture and it's a business. And I think it's one of the few um, businesses that that is like that now. I mean, fashion and retail are obviously a culture and a business, but it's different because it's not personal, right? There's 15 t-shirts of the same thing on a rack and everyone can buy them. But when you go to the tattoo shop, you're getting one thing that someone might not have Exactly, yeah. created. It's, and you guys are creating that specifically
1: yeah. to every single shop. And, you know, everyone's different. So where some people, they don't want to talk to you. Like you mm-hmm. talk to them, they're like, can you just not like, you know, they just go into their own world and yeah. they're just getting a tattoo. They don't they don't want to talk to you. And yeah. I think that's fine. It's hard for me because I talk way too damn much. But, uh, I I bug you know. the shit
3: out of them. I don't care. You don't you're not yeah, allowed yeah.
1: to I, talk. I to mean, me. they don't
2: they don't get away from it. That's we, why I don't I mean, get a whole lot of those. Times. We have up and, ups and downs where people, there's days where we're like tired or stuff, but like I would say we've just we've worked in those shops that were like that mm-hmm. and we contributed to the problem of those shops. And when we opened this place, we were just like it's not going to be like that. We're just going to hang out and talk to people, make people
3: happy all the time. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I can personally say like every shop I've ever worked in, I've had someone tell me I talk too much to make people laugh too much. Uh, It's true. (laughs) But this whole thing is like, I I like to have fun. I don't want to sit there and be bored. Especially, I mean, you're in pain. The last thing (laughs) you want to hear is when I'm grinding a needle in your armpit. It's about how days suck today or some metal blast in your ear about people dying. You're like, I just want to be happy. Like this is horrible. So, and you then over time, clients. Too. Yeah. And yeah. over time, yeah. it kind of evolves and then you build friendships because you talk like, I mean, there's clients that come in and get tattooed and, and I don't think they show any personal interest to get tattooed, but majority of them, I right. like I tattoo my friends every day now. And, and it's cool. Cause so awesome. they come in. So And now at the point, I mean, I'm getting about three or four months out. So, there's huge gaps. So like I see you every four months, get down, catch up, talk about everything, you know? And then they also know Brad and Caitlin and everybody else in the shop. So their clients are my friends, their it's friends, family are my vibe. clients. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it is. And that's the thing is, and this is really going to your shop was the first official, I think tattoo, you know, when I got, I got two and one sitting and, like just meeting you guys it instantly, you know, and I mean, we're practically neighbors yeah. here in downtown Franklin, but you know, there is that. And I see that now and it calls back to the tele, you know, with inked and things, how like the clients have their stories and mm-hmm. then the staff have their stories and then they all intertwine together, um, yeah. which is cool. But that it, it kind of brings it around to when, one, one of the last things I want to talk about um, it isn't golden Yeti tattoo parlor or tattoo shop. It's, Golden Yeti Art Collective. Can mm-hmm. you kind of explain a little bit yeah. why you wanted to? And then there's amazing art on the walls, and yeah. that's great. And you guys are artists, but that
3: thing tied me well I mean, to a, you guys. A big part of it, I feel like, is every shop worked in a tattoo shop. You have your stereotypical things, mm-hmm. and and I kind of wanted to get away from that. I mean, we're big nerds. Like we watch we watch Marvel movies all day and talk about comics and toys, and we want a place people can come in and don't have to put on this hard ass fake face. So we kind of wanted to dump a lot of that stigma. And then we thought about it and with like it being art. It's really just a collective of artists doing different things. We paint, we do shirts, we're tattooing and and all tattoos are, are custom. So I didn't really feel like it was a tattoo shop, but more of a, it's just an art collective. So we wanted to kind of show people a different side of it. We removed piercings, all that stuff. And people come in and just get like a really good piece, chill environment. We like the oh, open yeah. floor. Everybody's together. There's no off rooms. Everybody's together. We're all talking, having a good time. So I think too, uh, with the whole art collective, like I really,
1: I hate putting down that I'm a tattooer on paper. Like when someone asked me my job description, I always just put artist. Because when you're pigeonholed in a tattoo, that's all people want from you. And they don't know that I do, you know, digital illustrations. I can do clothing design. I can do sticker design. I can do oil paintings, acrylic, watercolor. I can do any kind of artwork medium like tattooing just so happens to be the one that pays my bills the most. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I would say, you know, it's only 60% of what I do as far as, you know, my income. So
3: it's right. a majority, but only by a bit. Yeah. Tattooing is what we do mostly at the shop, but it's not what we only do. So, I mean, in time, I mean, I would love to be able to a mix where I'm doing artwork as much as I'm doing the artwork on people's skin. You know what I mean? Because as much fun as it is to sit down with somebody and create something and, and my clients give me a lot of freedom. I, I cannot complain at all. Uh it is fun, but there there are those little restrictions you have. And some days that's not the subject you're feeling. That's not what you want to do. I've had people have a, a problem with a certain color they don't like. So those little things as an artist can be restricting. So it, I'm just as much about doing my stuff outside of tattooing as I'm yeah. about doing my tattooing, which I think when I paint, it makes my tattooing better. When I tattoo, it makes my painting better. So like they, they all intertwine, you know. And uh, we kind of wanted to go that shift. I had a a boss tell
2: me, he goes, I'm not an artist, I'm a tattooer. And that resonated with me so much in a negative way. Like it almost frustrated me. I was like, how can you just, how can you do that? How can you say that? Because I, like, I always sometimes want to show my paintings off more than my tattoos or, you know, just small things like the digital art and like t-shirts. And I just did a coloring book recently. (laughs) That stuff's I mean, tattoos are awesome. They pay the yeah. bills, but like, it's not the only thing I do. I'm not a tattooer. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. and you do get and there. I mean, there are, it's changing now. There's a lot of people shifting how they look at it. But I felt sometimes in, when you're in a circle of artists, when you're the tattooer, you're not the equal. Right. Where mm-hmm. on that other note, like I can paint anything I want, but if you give me restrictions, I still have to be able to do it mm-hmm. as good as you want to see it. So it's like you kind of feel like I have the harder art to do. But on top of it, I'm looked down upon. So it's right. nice to kind of put ourselves on a level where it's like, look at me as an artist. Yeah. And then appreciate everything that's there because we're doing what you're doing. But we're also meeting people's expectations, not just flashbooking it, stuff like that, you know.
0: And that's the – yeah. And little Wayne, the rapper, he did an interview and, and and the interviewer called him a poet. And he said, I'm not a poet. I'm a rapper. And I think that is the equivalent of that because when you're – when, you know, someone calls you an artist, what you are – uh and then you're like no I'm a tattooer it's that it's under the same category yeah. you are an artist yeah. you are yeah. doing things i mean i saw you know what you guys do with sharpie before you go on and and actually put the ink into the arm or the leg or whatever it's unbelievable i mean no i like i Thank there you. are artists that i can't see that i mean that can do that i think
1: there are tattooers that aren't artists as well oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know there's a guy i used to work with who can't draw his way out of a paper bag he literally takes an old huck spaulding flashbook and traces everything and i mean he he mix matches everything like he'll draw Mm -hmm. parts of certain things over the tops of other things so he knows how to draft um which is not i mean you got to know how to do it but i mean you could teach a five-year-old how to draft right um, to where you can just overlap images and then he tattoos it and you can tell he doesn't know how like he doesn't know how to do do art because his colors are always really questionable and weird
2: the shadows are. i mean it, off. his
1: yeah. His, yeah, his tattoos are clean but i he's not an artist like he's
0: just yeah a tattoo and work. he can yeah. do
1: he can do portrait stuff and it's really just replication
2: all yeah. of it and that's so it's thing. like
3: a paint by number yeah, really. a
2: human printer yeah, yeah. And
3: you could make yeah. an amazing career out of that too but yeah, there is that whole side. Yeah, there is. A, there's a side that can't draw, and there's some that are amazing artists. You know, like their tattoos are amazing, and there's ones that are about creating. And, and you know they go back and forth on what's better and what's not.
1: But. Yeah, and I've seen
3: people who are an amazing
1: painter or you know a caricature artist, and they're mm-hmm. awesome, phenomenal stuff. I could never dream of doing. But then they try to tattoo, and they they can't figure out the medium. Yeah, yeah. and they, they can't figure they, out the machine. They, they botch or- it. Yeah and Death. then
3: people that can't figure out portraits. And like, I think that's hand, why
1: it's good to be, things. you know, an artist in general in multiple mediums because you can learn something from every medium that attributes to another. Yeah. So with tattooing, it's one of the more difficult ones because you're dealing with not only, you know, how basically your brush sets work, which is like your needles and uh, needle type and stuff like that but you're dealing with skin differences mm-hmm. and then as well as people healing so you can't just keep grinding in color on an area to make it perfect you gotta right. know how to get there the fastest way and i think with certain things like a watercolor would help you with that because you can't just go over watercolor too many times it'll fuck up the paper and you know i think it's freak all up it. the paper
0: freak up
2: yeah flip up <laughs> flip up the paper screw up, the screw
0: paper. up paper. so i could sit and chat about this all day but it's that time where we're gonna have to wrap it up huge thank you to you guys yeah thanks for having us but, up yeah, man the golden it. yeti yep. crew and matt thank you but i'll <laughs> raptor, laser. raptor laser raptor laser raptor yep. laser yeah um yeah so jeff brad matt uh golden yeti dot dot com no no uh
3: golden yeti art dot com now
0: Oh, oh, is it new? Website's it's, up. It's
2: for a few months, but we, we haven't really told anybody, which is dumb. We oh, yeah. Get on that.
0: We're being really uh, procrastinating. So now, <laughs> <it's> golden <yetiart.com. laughs> yeah. uh Check them out on Facebook. If you're in the Franklin area, make sure to come and get some fresh ink from these guys. They're awesome. Uh, super good guys to talk to, as you can see from today's episode. Uh, yeah. Also shout out to Tony Baxter for making a super dope logo for hipstery. Uh, she truly channeled her inner hipster with this one. So remember, tell your friends, but not too many of them because this podcast is coolest when only few people know about it. And when you can say, I've been listening since episode one until next week, I'm Nick Floyd and you've been listening to hipstery.